Hey everyone, welcome to Chili Chilton Unfiltered. My name's Chili. Several years ago, I was uh, leading a group of young people in missions in the country of El Salvador. And we had been to various different cities, and then we were taking a group into the rainforest where there was a small village of people who had not really been exposed to the gospel in recent years, maybe ever, but we were going on a mission to bring the gospel to them. I remember getting out of the Land Rovers or, or uh, all-wheel drive vehicles and uh, beginning the initial uh, trip to the village. And I'm thinking, I cannot see anything. It's rainforest and the leaves were big and, and wet and there were mosquitoes and tarantulas and all kinds of different sounds in the forest. But the ones leading us had machetes and they began to hack at the, at the branches and at the leaves. And, and as they did, a trail began to become visible. They knew the trail was there, but it had been overgrown by the rainforest. And this was a normal occurrence because the vegetation grows so fast in that area. So we followed them through hacking our way to a village where we would meet a group of smiling people who were receptive to why we were coming and uh, we began to plan our trip and, and to place our students with this amazing group of people and would have opportunity to see many of them come to know Jesus and receive amazing miracles in their lives and things. And I think about that trip a lot. I, I, I remember the smell of the coffee on the hillsides where many coffee farmers were and, and the sounds of the forest and the rain and the insects and, and uh, thinking, are we completely lost or are we right where we need to be? And we wouldn't discover it till literally you pushed open that final set of vegetation and branches to reveal the village. I think sometimes, at least for me, I, when I'm seeking God's will, I, I need a machete. And I'm asking God in my life right now again for that machete. You see, God's will seems so challenging at times. You know, is, is, does he want me to do this or that? And our common sense comes in and people's opinions come in and our finances come in and our family gets involved and all of these criteria are there. And yet we want to obey God. We want to do exactly what God wants us to do. But the path seems a little overgrown or maybe not visible at all. And... I know that there is plenty of reasons that we can take to to believe that God will just, he'll lay it right there and we won't have to do a thing. You know, are we supposed to find the clear path or are we supposed to clear the path? Now I know, like for those of you that have known God a long time, you know, we want God to go before us. Of course we do. We want God to make a way through it. We want God to light the path. We want God to take us by the hand. And we can find scripture to support all of these directives. You know, it's like, I'm not taking a step without you, God. 
But what if God is just on the other side of that vegetation? What if he's reaching for you, but you can't even see him reaching because you are stubborn or you are lazy or you are apathetic or you're afraid and you won't work to know God's will. See, I think there's an element of work involved with knowing God's will. And really, God has a a desire to use us, but he's looking for people who will work, people who will step out. You know, was God's will revealed to Moses before or after he stepped into the Red Sea? You know, did did Moses know for certain that it was going to part? Or did he have to step into something that he wasn't sure how it would work out? And he had to do it with a lot of people watching him. That's crazy. So what do we do? Maybe you're seeking God's will. Do you just wait then? Or what if the path really is right in front of us? Or maybe even totally in the opposite direction. And we don't see it because we're just not willing to work for it. You know, grab the machete and start hacking and swinging through the overgrowth of our culture jungle. Or maybe even our church jungle. (laughs) I'm telling you right now, when I'm seeking God's will... I I don't really just put it out there for the Christian community to advise me on because I'll hear every kind of explanation and bit of advice and I need to know beyond a shadow of a doubt that I've heard from God, not just people of God or godly people. I need to know God's will. I need to look at my family and say, I heard from God, not just I think I may have heard from God, but I had a lot of other people tell me it was the right thing to do. And you know the other thing about God's will? I think a lot of times we treat it like it's multiple choice. You know, we get to that place where we think, I feel like God's moving me on to something. And so we put it out there and we begin to investigate. And I have had many people come to me over the years and say, Chili, what do you think I should do? I can do this one, this one, or this one. And this one, I really like the community and the city, but this one has really good pay. And uh, this one, uh, you know, is closer to where my family lives. And so what do you think I should do? You know what, friends? I think we have the wrong answer sheet. You think God's will is multiple choice. I think God's will is true or false. There's a path. There's a plan. There's a destiny for you. And it's not just pick one and God will just throw some blessing on top of it. But it's the right one. Now again, the right one still might require work. And it might require us to step out and do something. But what if the path is right there? And we don't see it because we won't work for it, you know. We, we, we won't be willing to risk, to, to strive where no one's gone before. To think that maybe we're designed differently and that God needs to direct us differently. Paul writes 
one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal of the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. See, when I read that, and that's found in Philippians 3, 13 and 14, there's a few words that that jump out here. The first one's we're straining forward. He says, you know, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward. I don't know about you, but straining doesn't sound like, oh yeah, there it is. It's a light and you just step and, and you go and it's just simple. Straining forward for God's will. That, that says every ounce of energy. That means pushing where it's never been pushed. That's refusing to give up. And Paul says, straining forward. He then says, I press on. And again, pressing. Anyone ever done bench pressing, leg pressing? You know how hard it is. And unless you do it a lot, you don't become stronger. And Paul is saying we got to press on. We've got to grow strength in pursuing God's call. Think about that. God's will is there. And if you're willing to work for it, you'll become stronger in every way as you go for it. Straining forward, press on, and then he says, upward call. I've watched a lot of documentaries about people who climb mountains. I've climbed a few really maybe tall hills. I don't know that I've ever really climbed a mountain, but I'm intrigued by it. And I'll tell you this, no one gets to the summit of Mount Everest or any other giant mountain without using every ounce of energy that they have. And Paul says, upward calling. Straining forward, pressing on, upward call. These words come with effort, sweat, movement, determination. See, God has a plan for your life. There's no doubt about that. There's just absolutely no doubt about it. But he may not deliver it on a silver platter for you. Hey, you just sit there, you know, with your Bible reading plan, and I'm just going to walk in, and I'm just going to lay it in front of you, and then I'm going to do all the work to make it happen. I don't think that's how God's will works. And so knowing that he has a plan for you, he knows who you are, he knows how you work, come on, he made you. And for many of us, the path is right there. But we must choose to grab his word, the sword or machete of the spirit, and start using it to uncover truth and direction and focus and faith. That's what the word of God is for. God's word as we become good at it. I think back to El Salvador. Those men who led us into the jungle, they were good at it. They knew how to use the machete. They knew how to keep it sharp. And they knew how to use as little effort as possible to get through that jungle with that tool. I think that's what the Word of God is like for our lives. The more we know it, the more used to it we are. We know how to read it and understand God's will. And we know how to move through the jungles around us. The jungles of family and culture and community and faith and warfare. We know how to go through it. We can, you know. We can overcome. 
We need to um, we need to use that machete. You know what? I'm swinging hard today. God's will is worth all the straining and the pressing and the upward climbing. I'm determined not to miss it. And I'm certainly not going to sit around expecting God to do all the work. My challenge to myself and maybe anyone listening, grab your Bible and get moving through the wilderness of confusion, of complacency, and compromise. There is a path through and out of the jungle you find yourself in. Work for it and get back to that path. I challenge you with that today. I'm in it with you. Let's get swinging. Let's get back in the center of God's will and experience the joy and life that comes from it. As I began this podcast telling you about El Salvador, you know, whole villages came to know Jesus Christ because someone was willing to work through the jungle, to press on. Someone today needs to have joy and life and encouragement. There's work to be done by all of us. Let's press in. Let's strain forward. Let's move upward. Let's find God's perfect will. I am devoted and determined to see this happen. Join me. Thanks for listening. Peace.